you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Shalom, squirrels, and welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk here on the Sonar Network. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, the Squirrel Talk Podcast, to keep up with all of our misinformation. And that is facilitated by my co-host, well, I'm your host, Vicky Licks, but my co-host is Selena Vile. That's my name, Maximilians. Don't wear it out. I'll make you buy me a new one. Ooh, she's so vile. Eee. How are you? Well, I'm well. UK, hon? UK, hon. Should we just like start every episode with that now? Yeah, why not? Everybody else is. <laughs> cool. Everybody else is just obsessed. They can't get enough of it. Neither can I. It's the best fucking song. And now that this, like, I don't watch WandaVision, but now that this Agatha um, All Along song is, like, taking over the airwaves, uh, people are mashing them up and saying, bing, bang, bong, it was Agatha All Along. I don't know what it means, but it sounds funny. I gotta watch this WandaVision. I gotta get into it. I'm a, I'm a Marvel girl. I love my Marvel comics, so I have to start watching it. I haven't watched it yet. I wanted it to finish so that I could binge it, you know? Do you have Disney Plus? I do still, but I haven't been watching it, but I've been saving it up to watch the WandaVision, right? I see, yes, yes, yes. What are you, what, are you, you're not watching anything on it right now? I'm too busy. I've got a lot of balls I'm juggling besides my own balls, you know what I'm saying? So um, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and sit down this week to, to WandaVision. It's been, you know what? February is like, it's the shortest month in the year, but it, for some reason, it's always the longest month, do you find? Selena? Selena? Selena, you muted yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I muted myself and I couldn't. I kept trying to hit the button and unmute myself and it kept not doing it. So here we are. I'm back. Uh, yes, I find February is quite a long month. Thank you for asking. That's such a February thing to happen. I'm all alone. Selena? <laughs> it was a full moon last night did you see it it was gorgeous yeah i felt it boy i felt this moon i don't know what was happening if uranus was going into uh, i don't know what, i don't know what was happening with uranus but uh something was happening with that moon listen my anus is perfectly fine we yeah, don't need I, to discuss what's actually I happening told you you gotta air it out girl just let it air out just let it air out words to live by but go back in, going back to february is that a long month for you even though it's the shortest month um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I find these days every month is simultaneously long and uh, too quick. This is true. I, it's, 2020 was the weirdest year where it both felt like the longest year of my life, but also the, the shortest. It was like, how is this happening? It's like two different, like, things happening at the same time. Yeah, this month, this past year has not made any sense. No, no sense at all. Um, but I, I, I'm looking, I'm reflecting back in my mind of Februarys. I'm like, I can't think of a single February that I was like, that was a great February, you know? I, I don't ever, I don't ever find, I don't ever find memories to be that, Februarys to be that remarkable. Like I never really remember a February. Yeah, that's the thing is like Februarys are just like, they're there. It's the second month. I mean, January, you remember January, it's New Year's. I have a birthday in there. So you remember January, but February is like, oh, there's Valentine's and oh. Family day and ugh. Yeah, it's a slug. 
Yes, it's long and it's the shortest month, but it doesn't feel like it. No. But also um, it's Black, Black History Month. It's I was going to say, well. I was going to say it's also Black History Month, which is the, the best part of February, I would say. Yeah, but they gave them this the shortest month of the year. They're like, yeah, we'll teach your history, but only for 28 days. Well, like, give them an extra week in March, at least. Come on. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. February is also, is it February or February? Well, for is RuPaul, there an extra R in there? RuPaul would be February. I remember on the Golden Girls, um, Mario Lopez played um, a, a student of Dorothy's. And I remember this episode. Yeah, she said, she said to him, she's like, are you going to start putting an R in February? Yeah, February. <laughs> Sounds like how I say it naturally. February. <laughs> February. February, RuPaul. Speaking about RuPaul and February, it's RuPaul's Drag Race UK, hon. And uh, we are loving the season still, even though it's such a crazy season. They started out of the pandemic. Uh, and now they are in the pandemic, uh, but it was such a seamless flow. I felt it really. No, they did a really good job of it. Um, and yeah, it doesn't like if they had never had that special in between, I never would have really batted an eye. We wouldn't have known. We wouldn't have been. We've been like, oh, suddenly Michelle's got the the Jay Leno's gray streak. Suddenly, great for her. Yeah. Oh, suddenly they're in plexiglass. Okay, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly they're bank tellers that's fine that's cool <laughs> i like to cash this check please <laughs> uh, um, there was also no episode of season 13 this week except for a special i love that i love that i love that so i guess that means we're not doing an episode tomorrow we How, won't. That... so it's just a monday i love that we have a day off it's too much drag race and 13 is going I think Candy Muse tweeted something. It's 2022. Yeah. Uh, there are seven drag queens left. Like, this is what it feels yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, so we'll talk about the episode that aired on Friday for Drag Race 13 uh, next week when it actually airs. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we can compare them then. Yeah, but I'm loving this season of UK. For me, this is giving me the life I needed in this uh, February I feel, you feel, and I think a lot of people feel that the UK is giving us more of what we need right now than season 13 is. Like, it's just so much more joyful, I find. There's just like a contrivedness, I find. And I mean this in like not a terrible way, but it, it, for the for the RuPaul's Drag Race, the, the American version, there's like a, a contrivedness now almost. I don't know. Yes. Whereas this, there's this like feels fresh and new for the newer seasons across the world, right? Completely. You see in the way that they talk to each other, like, the the uk girls are a lot more friendly and like the stakes just feel a little bit lower whereas like in season 13 we're just seeing so much entitlement to be there yeah and like people telling us how good they are as opposed to showing us like it's just i find that's a lot of that there's a lot of entitlement there's for sure that yeah and i think there's a humbleness that's the best way to put it for like the uk girls i think they're very humble yeah well mostly humble mostly that Ellie Diamond. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, she's back with an attitude and so is Sister Sister and let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we are back. Who went home last week? It's my girl Tia Coffee. Coffee to go. Oh, get the, are you sure? Are you sure? Jokes, jokes, jokes. I'm going to love her. I'm, I'm, I mean, I am going to love her. Um, I'm going to miss her, but I'm also going to love her. Uh, she was such a refreshing take on the show, I thought. 
she was so funny her confessionals are hilarious her performances were very funny she's so quick and she's just a, she's a, she's an infectious personality i love it she has that british sense of humor that i love it's like dry um uh, it takes the piss out of herself it takes the piss out of, i just love her sense of humor for me it's like that's quintessential uk humor mm-hmm yeah. mm-hmm yeah i mean watching this show makes me think like should i move to london is that where i belong is that where like my people are i was thinking about that for years because i mean my solid drag fits in really well with them is that kind of performance totally. style, cabaret style i mean that's what they do is that kind of solid drag right yeah so i'm actually I, surprised you've never tried it actually I, well i was thinking about it really serious i mean my, my best friend danielle moved there a couple years ago and i was going to move with her but then you uh-huh. know, i ended up i had a dog and a boyfriend and all this other stuff real life stuff that i couldn't right Right. So you make choices in drag, you do. Yeah, this is why I don't tie myself down to anything. Well, you're a free woman, let your butthole air out and get over to cross the River Thames. Maybe I will, maybe I will. It's expensive there. They love a bearded queen that can sing, Conchita. Is she in England? No, I'm calling you Conchita. Ah, thank you, yes, good. All right, so Ahura is back to her shady ways. Um, we thought we had a nice, soft Ahura, but nope. She's back to being a shady bitch this episode. I don't know if I find that. I think she's just, like, being honest. Because is she the one who told Ellie that she's been coasting? She No, that was sister. So they're all sitting down. Oh, um, uh, Lawrence is catching her breath after the lip sync still, as she says. Mm-hmm. She's like, girl, Lawrence, Cheney, let's go sit down. So they all sit <laughs> down and uh, they talk about uh, who's going to go out next, just very casually. And Ahura brings up sister, sister. Yes, which I don't think is shady. I think it's accurate. She's, I've been calling for her to go home for a long time. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's accurate, but it's, I mean, it's shady to say that to her face. <laughs> it is. And then, of course, she, a sister d- uh, tries to pull that tension off herself and says, well, what about Ellie Diamond? She should go home. <laughs> it's like that um, um, Into the Woods song. It's her fault. No, it's his fault. Yes. No, it isn't my fault. I was given those beans. He persuaded me to try to cut four beans. I love that song. I love that song, too. <laughs> um, and then it goes into Last Midnight with the witch disappearing. But Last Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl was grossly miscast in that movie. But um, I agree with everybody. Ellie has been coasting and sister, sister needs to go. Well, they're the two girls that haven't had the badges. So everybody else is sitting there loaded up with badges. And these two girls are like, where's our badge? Yeah. And there are also two people who like, we struggled to find their personality in the first half. And then since they came back from COVID, they came in hot and confident, maybe overconfident. I have to tell you, we'll talk about this episode more. I am getting more into Ellie Diamond in this episode for the first time. I have been like, you know, I've just, she's reminded me a lot of people that just bothered me (laughs) without sending shit myself. But like, I'm liking her more this episode and I'm realizing, you know, she's just a young girl. Um, I'm bitter because I'm old and I'm aging and she's just young and fresh. And that's all I, that's all it is. I mean, here's where I'm okay with her this episode is that, I'm okay with her being overconfident in this episode because it's what she does. She's a designer and this is a design episode. So I'm okay with that. It's when she comes into a dance challenge and she's like, I'm the dancer. I can do a death drop. Like that's where I'm like, okay, stop. Yeah. She's very confident in everything so far. Um, and that's why I would, I would like to see her like lip sync at some point, but let's talk, let's keep going. Okay. So 
Um, uh, so we come back the next day. Lawrence yeah. is uh, surrounding the table and she says she misses Veronica to everybody else's uh, tumbleweaves. Yeah, I don't like, was, I wonder what Veronica's like personality was like with everybody else in the workroom. Cause I, it seemed her only friend was really Tia. And I was actually surprised to hear Lauren say that she misses her. Yeah, from what I could tell is like everybody thought she was very shady from all the interviews happening afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, they're all, when they go through like, who is the shadiest queen on the season? Most of them are saying Veronica. Um, right. And I could see that. I mean, she was kind of a fan favorite for us because she's kind of an underdog in a lot of respects, but she's also, yeah. you know, um, underdogs have a little bit of a bite sometimes, you know? It's true. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it too, but I think they were all, they all felt like she was being a little too shady to them perhaps. So I think they were okay when she didn't show up. I did enjoy um, Ahura's shade at this point where she said to sister, sister, who are you gonna copy this week? Copy, copy. Cause she's a copycat. Can I get a copy, copy? You can get a copy, copy. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, the only thing she's really copied so far has been like the chips, the the the, the walk on the, the beach chips and fish walk. <laughs> yeah, but that was really bad. <laughs> that was very obvious. <laughs> that was yeah, the most that was obvious. Um, but everything else has been, she's been pretty unique to herself outside of that. I will say sister is interesting to me because Nobody's connecting with sister, like not on the show, not in social media. She's got the lowest growth in social media, I think in the history of Drag Race. Yeah, and I think she gets bullied a lot online too. She's getting bullied a lot. Um, I, it's weird because it's like, you think people would connect, but nobody's connecting with sister at all. It's not just us. Yeah, I think it's what she's putting out there. Like there's just, I think it's the fact that she's been shady to other queens. She's blamed other people for her own um, failures and uh, I don't know. I think it's also am... it's, it's her sense of humor. She has that kind of dry sarcasm uh, where she doesn't mean to come off like she she doesn't mean what she's saying necessarily. You know what I'm saying? But it comes off that she means it. Yes, I actually actually kind of enjoy her in this episode because she seems like she's just having fun. Like she's like she's taking everyone's hits at her like in stride. She's laughing at the jokes that people are saying about her. Yeah. Um, she and she's like everything she's saying, she's saying with a smile. Like I'm I'm enjoying her this episode. Her big uh, fake toothy smile. But she can she can dish it and she can take it. I feel which is a great thing about sister. Yeah. Um, uh, well, can she? Well, I'm gonna say yes. She can dish it and take it. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but I I'm so intrigued by her because like why does why is she named sister sister? You know, like, uh, <laughs> like there's so many things I'm like, why did you choose that? Like, I just want to know more about her and I feel like I'm not getting any of that information from her and I don't know her yet. And we haven't really had any like makeup in your backstory from her either. And we don't really know what she does. Like we don't know what her strength was when she came into the room. She said she was um, a comedy queen. I can see a camp aesthetic in her drag. Like in her promo look, that big blue like mouthpiece that she wore was like pretty cool. Yeah, there's like an aesthetic. There's a camp thing happening. We're just not getting the full story with sister, and I think that's uh, it's unfortunate because I I feel I feel for her, but I feel like she also let herself down in that regard too. I don't know. Yes. But talking <sighs> about reading and being shady, here comes the reading challenge, and we are reading in three D, three dimensions, honey. 
I can't believe it took us this long to get to it. Like, I feel like we would have seen it by now, but I'm very happy with it. Well, in a normal season, this is when they would do a reading challenge. It's usually like the top five or six. But like, you know, I mean, the regular Drag Race has been pushing them out like where there's 10 or 12 people. <laughs> so I prefer when it's like this many people actually, and we get to hear more reads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like more reads. I like more reads. Um, yeah, so Sister Sister is the first one to go up. And like, again, I'm liking her energy. She's like super shady, but it's fun the way she's she's delivering it. Yeah, she's giving like little, uh, there's a wink, there's a little wink to them, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, through her freshly uh, fillered face. And uh, what stood out for you? What were some of the reasons that stood out? Um, okay, I'll tell you the first one that really stood out to me was Ellie Diamond saying that she hopes Lawrence finds a personality of Lawrence? all the people to say it to and all the people to say it. Like the person with this, with the, most basic personality saying it to the person with the biggest most infectious personality that rue is obsessed with that's the dumbest read i didn't even i don't remember that read she said that's she a said lawrence <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny that's funny for not being funny really yeah anything else stand out for you um i like when taste told um lawrence that she's the number one reason to stay away from glasgow uh -huh. um that was a fun little misdirect. Uh, um, Ahora told Taste that she like eats her out, basically. I don't understand what that read was, but it was very sexual. <laughs> that one was funny to me. Uh, Taste is serving face with her tongue out and Ahura's ass on it. I mean, that's so stupid. It's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, there were some good ones, though. Like, uh, I, I did like, like the vegan mayo and chips for Bimini from Sister. Yes, that was very good. With the, uh, the, uh, oh, there was a lot of death threats made. The death threat to taste going to the rubber tabs. Yes. <laughs> Which for me, it's like, I love that kind of dark sense of humor. And reading, you can get away with it, you know? I mean, she delivered it in a funny way. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, in an offensive way. And I love the cut too, to like taste being like, you go on the rubber tabs. <laughs> yes, it was cute. It was actually really cute. I like that. I like, I think my favorite is probably uh, Lawrence's read on Ellie going, uh, you studied for your COVID test. Yeah, you're so stupid. You studied for the COVID test. <laughs> Very good. I did Very enjoy good. Bimini um, making a filler joke with Ahura and then saying, speaking of filler, sister, sister, and Ellie. <laughs> yeah, and when she said, sister, you have such a kind face. The kind you throw bricks at. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I love the violence. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like an anvil dropping from the ceiling. on. Oh, Sunday. my God. Looney tunes me up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ack me. Uh, yeah, I, also Bimini, like when she walked away with that like strut with her little leopard print coat on, she gives me like this Muppet vibe, you know? She's got like this little Janice-y Muppet vibe. She, if she was a Muppet, she would be Janice, 100%. Yeah, I love that. I'm really getting into the Bimini. I'm obsessed with her. We love her. We love her. So who won? Who won the reading challenge? Sister, sister. Sister, sister, you are a reading cunt. Mm -hmm. And she went. I think she deserved it. I think she was good at it. She's fun. I mean, that was great. This is the one she was like, I can do comedy. It was like, okay, we get to see you do some comedy. That was perfect. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I, I, what I, I will say, like, Ellie drives me crazy. This line of like, oh, I'm so nice. You can never read anybody. And she puts the glasses on. Okay, bitches. We've seen that a thousand times. Now. A million times. Stop. Just stop, girls. I mean, Ellie's just like that girl. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, her entire personality is what she's seen on Drag Race. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So sister wins, sister, sister, to be specific, and she wins 15 seconds extra to do the maxi challenge, which is a lockdown super shiro. So they have to make unconventional uh, uh, materials into garments. Yes. Um, I didn't, I completely forgot this was supposed to be super shiro's. Uh, I didn't get it from, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but what I, what I do like about it is that it's make-believe. It's kind of like you're stuck at home. You're like a kid at home putting on a blanket and calling yourself a superhero. Like, that's fun. Yeah, I would have liked if there was a bit more of a superhero aesthetic applied to some of them. Um, none of them had a superhero aesthetic. None. And I thought that was, I think that was a production miss in terms of telling them. Why would you even bring up superheroes, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I enjoy this. So they, they're making stuff out of unconventional materials, just a bunch of stuff that you would find in the pandemic. Toilet paper, that's where all the toilet paper went. The, the production crew stole it all. They stole it all and they saved it up for seven months for this one challenge. Yeah, water went, <laughs> you know, all the inflatables. Uh, yeah. You know, pandemic things. We need our inflatables. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Sister gets an extra 15 minutes and she- 15 seconds. Second, sorry, thank God, 15 seconds. <laughs> she she really, 15 minutes. <laughs> I know, there would have been absolutely nothing left and there barely was because she just took anything she could that looked like fabric and she just like ripped it right off. So there was like barely anything left for anybody else. Yeah, and this goes back to, I feel like maybe this is what I'm missing from sisters, like a warmth, you know? Um, and just like, and just the fact that she took everything and then she didn't give anything away. There's just like a warmth that I'm missing from her. Yeah. Right. Um, although I will say I don't blame her for not giving anything away because people are like telling her she sucks. So why would she help them? And I did feel like we had a bit of warmth with her when Cherry Valentine was there. They had a friendship going and they, they talked a lot uh, around the mirror. I love that um, she calls herself sister, sister. And she's like the least sisterly sister. She's the least sisterly. <laughs> That's uh, it. What's like another name you could call yourself? What's like the opposite of being a sister? I don't even um, know. Spinster, spinster. Spinster, spinster. <laughs> <laughs> That's her in 10 years. Yeah, they uh, should. someone should have used that in the reads. Spinster, spinster. Oh, shoulda cut a what us. Shoulda cut a what us. All right, so she's doing that. Everybody else goes, gets her shit. I think Bimini is like, has nothing. She has two palm leaves and a pillowcase. Yeah, she's she seems to be struggling early on, which blows my mind because like, okay, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to, I'm going to say this, but um, uh, yeah, we're going to say this for when Rue comes around. Yeah. Um, oh, we have a little of a moment that's very highly produced of Ahura going to check out Sister Sister. Oh my God. I wrote this down. I was like, this was the most produced um, yeah. scene I've seen on the series so far. And I hated it for that reason. They totally gave them a beginning, middle event. It was scripted. I was like, come on. Yeah. It was, that was, that was like, you're not even trying. Um, yeah. It bought, that bothered me. It, I didn't enjoy that. There was nothing reality about that moment. And it wasn't even that funny. Like we didn't need that. Yeah. It was just this moment of uh, horror wanting some of uh, the many things that um, sister had in her, her shop. And uh, I like that she just came right out and was like, can I have some stuff? <laughs> yeah. Well, then, I think what tipped her over was the bowl full of gems. 
<laughs> yeah. You got a ball of sequins? Yeah. So uh, they are just creating their looks and then they get a walk around tour with uh, February and Raven is there as she always is. Yes, because she's always backstage and now she, she put a face on. She was on season one as well, I believe. Of UK? Oh, she probably was. Yeah, yeah. The, she's the only the, drag queen who's in town. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's on set. But she did the same exact challenge, I believe. She was there for the... Uh, for the unconventional challenge as well when she drove it in the car. Oh. So this is kind of Raven's gig now. She does unconventional uh, for some reason. I don't know why that's related to Raven, but. It is always good to see her because she was on so long ago. She was only 10 years ago. Um, and she she's just like such a, a like a, a pinnacle of drag. Like she's so beautiful and let's she's so like. Let's say this, R Raven has been robbed a couple times and I don't like to say robbed I shouldn't say robbed I should take that yeah back. but now she was robbed okay she was robbed season two Tyra should not have won okay listen Tyra Sanchez was a terrible person on the series she's been a terrible person off the series um she never deserved to win that and Raven should have won season two in my opinion based on the series and like how to hold themselves as America's Miss Drag Superstar mm-hmm I mean, I think when you look at like who has been influential in the world of drag, oh. everybody stole Raven's face. Everybody took her face. She was the original. She was the influential queen that started the whole series was Raven. Yeah. 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 One thousand percent. And I think that goes of note of like that is a superstar. Mm hmm. I think she should have won season uh, two. And I also would argue she should have won All Stars. Yeah. Although All Stars did feel like it was designed for Chad to win. Like, it, I feel like they were like... A thousand percent. Yeah. But I thought Raven deserved it. I, I personally felt... I'm not even a huge Raven stand myself, okay? I, I'm looking at this objectively. I right. think she should have won that too. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We got it out there now. <laughs> <laughs> but here she is. She's doing very well. She's Emmy Award winning. You know, she's the person who puts RuPaul into the faces every week. She does an incredible job. She really knows what she's doing with makeup. A hundred percent. And she kind of gives some makeup uh, uh, tips to the girls, which I like because nowadays in Drag Race, we don't get a lot of makeup tips. And makeup is actually a large part of drag, which yes. they, don't, they don't even really comment on as much on runways even anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it because like if I ever get on the show, I don't want them ever talking about makeup. <laughs> oh, same. I don't need them talking about how terrible I look. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but coming from raven and i think she gave some great tips to the girls so let's go through the girls what happened yes. first? they saw tace we saw ellie first ellie ellie and they actually compliment her makeup like raven raven tells her a very nice compliment which was that i can't see where your influences are i just see you which is a great compliment and i disagree because i can see a lot of influences yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing i disagree with but what i i do agree with is she does a great job applicating makeup yeah Here's the thing, is I think her techniques are great. I think she paints a good face. I don't think there's anything remarkable about it. I don't think there's anything where I'm like, wow, look at that face. Like, I'm, I just, I don't get what the hype is. Well, she says she learned off YouTube. And I think that's where a lot of the girls starting nowadays learn their makeup. Yeah. I never yeah. learned on YouTube because I don't think YouTube was even really a thing. Makeup tutorials weren't a thing no. when I started. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, 
so they're all kind of having a similar face when you do YouTube tutorials. You know, they all have the similar techniques on how to apply makeup. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of blends into the next girl. So there's not a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, 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 signature makeups that are coming out of the YouTubes, I feel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I love that uh, RuPaul's like, Julie, you should be able to win this challenge, Ellie, because you're, you know, you make a lot of your looks. And she's like, well, that's on you, chick. Yeah. Well, about, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she hasn't won any challenges yet. I, I mean, I, she's been in the top a lot. I liked her reaction to that, though. Like, that's on you. <laughs> it is a good reaction, and Rue gave a really good fake laugh. <laughs> I actually thought that was very funny, and that was the, when I got more endeared to Ellie, was when she did that. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was easier to swallow than her. Well, Rue, why don't you say my name like you say, Ellie, like you say, Lauren Steiny? Well, now she came up with one for her, LED. Which is actually pretty good. That's actually really good. Good for Rue for rising to the LED Diamond Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but now that she's like, now when she says it, I'm kind of like, oh, she's only doing this because Ellie complained. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing it because the kid told the parents and they wrote a letter. Yeah. To the, yeah. <laughs> the kid told the parents. My kid isn't getting the fair treatment as Lawrence is, you know. <laughs> all right they're going, totally. they're going they're going up to bimini bimini's not feeling very confident right now and she's showing off her uh regular muffin look hodgepodge as we say in vinegar strokes time mm -hmm. yeah okay so this is what i was going to say about her is that she fucking murdered the last design challenge she put together an incredible dress an incredible look so it shocks me that she has like she's right now she's like i'm not a designer i don't know what i'm doing well, I, I mean, what I said about the last look she did, which was all made out of fabrics, um, was that there, was, there wasn't a good finish on it. I liked the concept she came up with that look, but it uh -huh. wasn't finished properly, and I could see where everything was attached and stuff, but I liked the concept of it. And so, Well, if there's ever a challenge for there not to be a good finish, it's this one. Exactly, but that's why I, 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 I see where she was going with this, so I wasn't shocked like you were in terms of her construction abilities, because yeah. I, saw, I saw that in the first challenge. Right. I mean, it's not even construction. Like, she seems to not have um, uh, an eye for aesthetics in this particular challenge. She has an eye for it. I think she absolutely does. I think she's, I mean, she's already shown that with some of her other runways. I thought she has a great, um, and it's different, too. It's like this deconstructed, like, uh, what a horror was saying, this Vivian Westwood style, which I like. But it's like, yeah. got a new twist on it. It's a bimini bomini boulash twist. But that wasn't that wasn't present yet with her, when in her, in her workroom, in her, uh, what's it called? <laughs> in her workroom meeting with Rue that she didn't have the, the Westwood idea yet. No, she had a plunger stuck on the mannequin head. So which I liked. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. Okay. And then she they go over to uh they go to sister sister and Raven actually gives a makeup technique to cover beards, which I think you listen. I'm sure you could apply that to your own beard, Selena Vile. Add a little orange. Listen, I can't put it on my actual beard, but I'm actually surprised that this seems to be the first time Sister Sister is hearing this because everybody knows that. Like I'm, every I'm, I'm sure she knew this. I think this was a moment for them to be like, can we get a makeup tip from Raven, please? And I think right. that's when they were like, okay, let's do this. And, Raven, and it Sister, was for the audience's benefit as opposed to Sister Sisters. Yeah, it was an education education moment for the audience. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? People often think that like people who have beards like yourself, uh, that you can glue them down. <laughs> Like you glue eyebrows right. down. People think that? 
People, well, I had a mustache and people were like, did you glue your mustache down? I was like, no, I didn't glue my mustache. Can you imagine? I already Actually, have enough glue. That. No, it's, no, no, no. Do you think I want to cover my top lobe with glue? Do you have your mustache right now? No, I shaved it. I shaved everything though, To in my defense, everything's gone. You're a top to bottom shaver. Do you shave your head too? Yeah, of course I shave my head. If you grew your hair out, would it be black? Would it be black? Well, because I always think of you as a blonde, but then I think I've seen pictures of you in your like youth before you started shaving your head and you had really dark hair. You know what's funny is that I, I've lived many lives in my time, but I st- when I was a baby, I, had, I was bald for a long time as a baby. <laughs> you were a little Charlie Brown. Yeah. And then my hair started growing in and it was C3. And then I was blonde. And I'm sorry, I grew- what's the word C3? C3-y. Oh, what? Your hair was? Yeah, it was c 3 Okay, it was And then I grew my hair out, and then I had beautiful, like, like, oh my god, I looked like a little cherub. I had beautiful, big, blonde, curly hair. <laughs> huh. And then it got dark, and then it got, yeah, and then it got really dark, and then, uh, and now I've been shaving ever since. But I'm like of a, a Scandinavian descent, so there's like, my my dad's side of the family's blonde, and my mom's is dark hair, so I feel like I've got both. Yeah, you're just alternating between the two. Yeah, that's it. I'm like a, I'm like a rabbit, you know. In the in the winter, it's light, and then in the summer, it's brown. <laughs> so you can blend in with your surroundings. That's it. That's it. Have you ever yeah, had a different hair color, or have you always been a brunette? My mom insists I was a blonde as a baby, and oh. I insist I was not. I've looked at pictures. I was never blonde, but she sees like light brown and is like, "That's blonde hair." I'm like, "It's not blonde, woman." Yeah, you might have been. I feel like um, it's like the same thing. It's like the Benjamin Button thing where a baby started out with his old people and they go white and then they get darker again, you know? Mm, I love a good Benjamin Button moment. Me too. Mm, sexy. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, beards. <laughs> Beard blocking, yes. <laughs> All right, and then we're moving on to uh, Tace. And yeah. Tace is using scouring pads and they are basically metal. <laughs> yeah. They are sharp. And uh, they're kind of talking her out of like, please stop doing this. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, they're, they warn her. She's going to be cutting herself up. And she seems like excited about it. <laughs> She's like, let it cut me. Let's have fun with this. Yeah, I wonder what her and a whore get up to in the bedroom. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do like that taste is like beauty is pain. I mean, it is. <laughs> That's. I think a lot of people don't realize for drag queens, we're in a lot of pain most of the time. Uh huh. Where where our bodies are singed, are taped, or where this we're covered in glues. Yeah, um, we're doing things for our bodies that no person should ever do. Like standing yeah. in heels for that long, dancing heels. in heels for that long. Um, sit, as you said, cinching, like tightening everything, tucking your penis. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Real woman. And for and for um for drag queens who have breasts taping them down like none of none of us should be doing these things yeah for people who who uh bind their breasts down um yeah. there's so many things that nothing's comfortable about it and i think a lot of people don't realize that if you've never done it and when people do it for the first time they're like ow and you're like yeah and yeah like, i don't want to do this i'm like guess what you don't have a choice that's part of the gig the headaches you get wearing wigs and the weight of the eyelashes can we talk about yeah. the, weight of the eyelashes 
<laughs> and you're not supposed to put that many things next to your eye, like eyelash glue, like all of that's really bad. These are just like regular false lashes. These are like 10 stack lashes. They're heavy. <laughs> you're like convincing me right now to stop drag. <laughs> oh, trust me. Every time I do that, I'm like, why do I do this? I hate Yeah, that. why do you better <laughs> self do this? because it's what i was born to do and taste feels the same way and i do like that she was like beauty is pain i'm here for it you know you know she's a warrior and at no point does she change her attitude like from beginning to end this episode she's all about pain i love that i love that yeah and then we go to lawrence and lawrence gets another little makeup lesson from raven because raven is on set every day and she gets to watch yeah. she watches the runways so it's kind of interesting because she's kind of like an, a background judge kind of right correct and she brings up her eyebrows which are i i mean i i've noticed her eyebrows but i didn't really realize yeah there is a lot of space between her crease and her eyebrow yeah i know i never i mean i'm not a makeup i don't look at people's makeup uh but yeah i guess so and i didn't realize yeah i didn't realize that about her I love, and I also love that she was like, Lawrence was like, oh, I've been painting the depression on. Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. She's good. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can paint, you can paint moods on your face. Some people look really angry all the time. It's myself. all the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Eyebrows. That's true. That's yeah. why, like, as a, as a boy, I don't want to shave my eyebrows off. I feel, and, and like, I know that Lawrence draws them on, but they look like two moths on her face, you know? Well, I think some of the people that we see do it on the show do it only because they're on the show because you're getting in, in drag every single day and on TV. And yeah. it's just easier to cut that time out of having to glue down your brows. Oh, it takes half an hour sometimes to glue down brows. Yeah. Um, but do I want moths on my face like Lawrence? I don't, I'm not sure. I know. I feel like you'd look good without brows though. Like I think it would just work with your whole like no. bald aesthetic. Don't think so. No, I don't. I tried it. It doesn't look good. I look scary. I don't enjoy it. You tried it? You shaved your brows before? No, but whenever I block my brows and I look in the mirror with my flat face. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. <laughs> I'm scary. For me. Anybody else, you go ahead. For me, it's scary. I like my brows. Right. Uh, yeah, I would not I would never do it personally. Yeah. And I think that's it, really. Yep. I mean, there was a horror, but like nothing really happened there. Well, they talk about her design background and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah. We already know. Yeah, we got that. We get it. Yeah, so we, I think that's it. I mean, we go through this moment where Chase actually cuts herself up. The medic comes in. He has to, like, seal her hand up because um, she's just uh, pull, pulling these scouring pads, metal, like, just, like, metal wires. And again, she's enjoy as he's putting the iodine on her hand, she's just like, yeah. <laughs> she's sick. She's sick. I think it's sexy. I think it's hot. <laughs> Do you? I'm not, I don't like, I don't like pain in my sex. I don't know. Oh, I don't like pain in my sex, but I think someone who's into it is kind of sexy. Really? Yeah. See, I'm not into that. I don't know what it is. I'm just not into it. Yeah. Did you I ever see Body of Evidence with Madonna and Willem Dafoe? No, but does does that happen in it? Well, there's a scene where she like ties him up with his belt, like ties his arms behind him, and then she takes a candle and like drips the wax on his body. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into that stuff. I mean, I would try it, sure, but I'm not like for me, I'm not like that's not my kink, you know? Right. I got a lot of kinks. That's not my kink. I don't need that. I can do that. I can do that on myself at any time. I always do that. I always fuck my candles up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Candles are uh, they're a thing. I end up just like pouring wax on myself unintentionally. <laughs> With your chance of candles? Yes, my chance of shower candles. <laughs> Perfect. They're serving me great in this pandemic. They should have some candle wax in that sack of pandemic stuff. 
<gasps> they should have. I would just cover my body in wax. Ooh, house of wax. Mmm, wax man. Ooh. Um, Tace's outfit looks really good up top, but there's nothing below it. I don't think she has time to do anything with it. Right, so she's doing this, well, we'll talk about the runway. Let's talk about the runway when we get to it, I think. But, um, so the makeup mirror stuff, anything happened in the makeup mirror? We get a nice little moment with uh, Lawrence and sister. Yeah, there's the, there's the moment where they're talking about growing up gay, knowing that they were gay, learning to sew really young, and then all of a sudden being bullied at school by the, all, the, all the other kids. Were you bullied or were you a bully? No, I was bullied. I, I, I relate to, a lot, I mean, I'm from a small town. I'm also very tall. I was always the tallest kid in my class. Um, uh-huh. I was very feminine. And I, I've just always stood out. So the same way that like Lauren said, when you walk into a room and people just start laughing at you, uh, yeah. what are you gonna do? I, I fully experienced that in my whole childhood. That is hard. Like when, as soon as Lauren said that, I was like, that's so heartbreaking. And I know so many kids go through that. I will say I was never bullied, but I did witness a lot of it. Um, yeah, it's a thing where kids are so fucking mean and especially towards queer kids, kids who are chubby. Um, there's racial reasons why as well. Like there's just so, kids are cruel, kids are evil. My niece is is bullied. Yeah, it goes back to, uh, I'm sorry that your niece is bullied. It sounds like she's handling it though. She's like talking to her bullies, good for her. She's actually Uh, got it. She does have a good handle on it. She does. Yeah, she knows what's up. Um, yeah. but for, for queer kids, it's a particular problem because I mean that's where the suicide rates are so high with the queer community is in the is in the kids because they do get bullied for being so different and ostracized for standing out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess I mean kids don't have the tools to really understand how to handle that. And the schools don't provide those tools and the bullies. Uh, I mean, I don't put it all on the bullies, but the bullies, because that's also just coming from what the bullies have been trained to know from their own parents and society and all that other stuff, right? But it's a real problem in the queer community, and it's it's upsetting, and that's 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 a big part of what we are charged as drag artists to do is kind of change that narrative. And people like Lady Gaga have done an amazing job of it. And I think also it's a great thing that drag has become so mainstream. When we were kids, mm-hmm. we had like Dame Edna, RuPaul, those were the drag queens that we could look up to. But like now there's literally hundreds and thousands of, of drag performers out there for kids to admire. And like you look at TikTok and you see how many young people are playing with makeup, are like just owning their gayness. And I think now that drag queens have such a huge platform and that um, like there's so much awareness on social media and like talk about this kind of thing that like, it's becoming a lot more accepted. I know when I was teaching, there were a lot of kids that I was teaching who were like, I'm bisexual. And like, they were just like, so like nonchalant about their sexuality. Whereas like, I couldn't come out when I was that age. I was not out when I was that young. Yeah, because we're providing them more opportunities to see people like them and there's mm-hmm. more tools for them. And again, going back to like Lady Gaga, I mean, we used to have pop stars that would represent um, the queer community for us. Now, now we have actual queer people who are her drag artist for people to kind of resonate with. So it's kind of, yeah. it's the best part of the whole drag race phenomenon is just, uh, is really for kids to connect with their own people, even if they're not able to do that in their own hometowns, right? They can do it through uh, social media and television. Even when people are like, drag race is ruining drag because it's making it mainstream and taking out the danger. And like, I'm like, drag race is actually saving lives, I think. 
Oh, it is. It is. And I mean, there's two sides to it where it's like, yes, I love to be that adult humor style, but you can still do that and still represent uh, a positive influence for the children of tomorrow. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I really felt for Lawrence in telling this story of, you know, of, of being ostracized. And again, this goes back to being a comedian. You got to take the you got to take the laughter and use it as your punches. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the rest, and then you have the facts of life. The, the facts, facts of, of life. life. <laughs> I'm too young for that show, but yeah, that's your generation. Yeah. It is. Uh, Tootie, <laughs> Natalie, Joe, Blair. Was that, uh, what's his name, the small Gary Coleman? No, that was Different Strokes. Oh, Different Strokes. You take yeah. the strokes, you take the different, you, different strokes. Oh, however, you're not wrong because it was uh, a spinoff. Facts of Life is a spinoff of Different Strokes because Mrs. Garrett, who ran That's the it. school for girls, uh, was their housekeeper on Different Strokes. That's right, Mrs. Garrett. Very Tina, <laughs> very Tina Burner, very Nina West. <laughs> very Tina Burner <laughs> with the red hair. <laughs> okay, I guess we're getting into the runway, right? Yeah, let's do it. Should we take a break from our sponsor, who I believe are joining us in some states? Uh, in some, countries? listen, I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, they're taking breaks and there's no ad. There are, ad just let you know, we found out there are ads running. It's just in select locations. Eventually, we will be getting ads from all over the world. So you will all be receiving an ad. You're but for now, just enjoy this quick little break. You'll be getting that propane ad in no time. Sit tight, <laughs> brace yourself, okay? We're gonna You'll be king of the hill. <laughs> We're going to be right back with a break from our sponsor. Ooh, girl, I am ready for a barbecue. You ready for a barbecue? I have never had so many hot dogs ready to barbecue in my life. Ooh, she's been hoarding those hot dogs, pandemic style. Mm -hmm. like, you, I, never, you never know when you need to have a hot dog. Sometimes you got to eat it raw. Have you had that before, eating a raw hot dog? I have, yeah. I mean, not raw, but like, I mean, they were packaged, so clearly they were cooked already. But like, the, I've, I've had them not um, boiled or grilled. Ooh, gross. I'm okay with that. Did you, hey, a sausage is a sausage. Did you have, you used to have like wieners and beans? <laughs> I'd have wieners and I'd have beans, but never together. That's a Oh thing. my God. Yes. We used to have wieners and beans. You'd have like. <laughs> Out in the mountains? <laughs> yeah. You'd have a can of beans and then you cook it with the wieners. Wieners and no. beans. You never had that as a meal? Never had that as a meal. I had many wieners and beans. Also craft dinner and uh, uh, wieners. I never had craft dinner in my life. I would have SpaghettiOs. You never had craft, but you were bougie. I mean, I think it was just kind of like white people stuff, right? And like my house was, <laughs> no, true. it was like Mexican. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is 100%. Uh, white people food. Well, you know what? I am a white person. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep talking. We're getting to the runway. The runway theme is Super Heroes of the Pandemic. Our judges are Michelle Fashage, RuPaul, Graham Norton, my favorite, and Maya Jamma. Wait, yeah, Maya Jamma, that's her name. I don't know her. Do you know her? Well, they said she was a Marvel, some, I, she must do some kind of comic book uh, acting. I don't know where. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe at home. She makes some videos. I liked her. I liked her. 
she was a good judge. Uh, Graham is one of my favorite. I think Graham might be my favorite, like judge ever. Honestly, even more than Michelle or Ross or anybody. Like I just love Graham Norton. What is it about him? His his a uh, humor. He's got a delivery. He doesn't take himself seriously, but he also can like add little points of like, you know, he just he has a way of like delivering uh, critiques in a warm way. Yeah, he does. Know, something about him I just love. Yeah. And even just like the moment when like RuPaul was like spazzing out on the girls, Graham was like, all right, I think they get it. <laughs> like, <'cause laughs> she's she's not shy to check anybody. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And he's dated Tina Burner. And he's dated Tina Burner, so humble, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to start somewhere. Um now, okay, so as we said, the theme is superheroes, which I completely forgot and did not get off the runway, except for when they were talking, like they're doing their voiceovers with their Mad Libs superhero moment. Yes, and I sense, because again, they had to restart the season later on, and this is a pandemic uh, style runway, so they must have just come up with this runway theme after the season had been put together, right? Yeah. So I feel like maybe superhero was a theme before this and they just combined it with pandemic perhaps. Right. Um, everything they said, it was like, this is a stretch. <laughs> like, you're making up a story for an outfit that you designed just based on like what you could put together. I, I didn't need the pajama reveals. I'll say that. <laughs> I didn't need them to show up in the pajamas. I mean, it added something to the whole superhero moment and the pandemic moment, but yeah. Then I didn't get superhero. I was like, what are we turning into? I don't get it. But let's talk about it. Let's go. So first up, here comes Tace. Yes, and, here she comes. And then she turns into Expo Expoliana Bolt. Oh, you paid attention to this part? Yeah, I wrote it down. Oh, yeah, I did. I was like, Bolt. I'll just look at the outfits. So her theme is obviously the scouring pads. It's kind of copper metal. It's literally a copper metal. Um, she's got a beautiful little pussycat wig on. Her makeup looks great with it. And then it, it's kind of like a coat. She's got a lot of coats. Um, that's kind of a theme with her. But there's not really any bottom. The, the, what she did was she just pulled a little string of the copper to cover her pussy. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. So the top is really great, but there's just nothing happening down south, you know? Yeah, down, and down that's under, as they say. The top is actually, I love looking at it. It looks really good on her. Um, but the fact that there is no bottom is a real problem. It's just like really glaringly no bottom. <laughs> like, yeah. You could, I mean, it looks like her just, it looks pubic hairish. Like it looks like she made a built a vagina out of the scouring pads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a choice, I'm all about, but it looks like it was a mistake, you know? It, it did, it did. Um, but she's, like, gorgeous on that runway, and she is, like, she's moving up there, she's confident, she's being cut up, and she's loving every minute of it. And I love that this is, like, a really unconventional material, and I think she nailed the top part of the silhouette. So had there been some kind of, even if just the panty was fuller, I would have been fine with it, you know? Yeah. She's actually the third person to use this material on the show it's um, not original but it is like it is a hard material to work with it's more than bega did bega just like glued the full sponge <laughs> to a corset as it was yeah so i, appreciate I did like did. lemons i liked lemons version which was like that like 
flowy dress that like dress that hangs that was a different um, material this is like this is actual metal the one she used was a like a fabric version of that the one that a lemon used yeah so that was it was it was it wasn't the same as this one completely it was a bit different are you sure because like lemons was the exact same color and they were they were like in a metal challenge it was metal, but it just was like, it was a different uh, variety than this. I don't know if it's it's different between the UK and the, and the Canada. I don't know what the difference is, but it was just different. Mm. Yeah. This one is like, she had to pull this apart to make it look like what it is. I thought we saw Lemon unraveling hers. She did, but it was more fabric-y. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, I gotta give this, I, I wanted to give it a nut, but I can't because there's no bottoms to it. So I have to give it a cut. I agree. It, like it could have been so good, and she says because they they harp on her like, well, you didn't use like the yours is like really simple compared to everybody else's, and she's like, it's not like I was lazy. Like I used my time, and I like I pulled apart every one of those, and I cut myself up doing those. So, and she's I, a, she's a coat girl. I mean, she, the last design thing she made a coat. Um, yes, she, she wears did. a great she wears a great coat in her confessionals. Which, by the way, she's nailing her confessionals this episode. Yes, she really is. She loves her coats, but she doesn't think about her pants. She's a coat, no pant girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cut. What do you give it? I'm going to cut it as well for the same reason. All right. Fair enough. Here comes Lawrence Cheney, and she turns into Lawrence of Achenia. <laughs> is that what she says? Is that her name? Lawrence of Achenia. Yeah, like Lawrence That's of what... Arabia or of my labia. Lawrence say, of my labia. As we say in the blue movies. As you say in Sex and City 2. <laughs> Lawrence of my labia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So she is giving us, uh, as Michelle said, like an Ikea style. This is like a tarp. It's a tarp fabric, basically. Yeah. As you would see on a Survivor. And she's got little, uh, or it's blue and orange. And she's got uh, like a cleaning wand. And then a bunch of orange straps. And that's kind of it. It's like in a, it's in a, bo a bodysuit uh, silhouette. Uh-huh. What do you think? I think, listen, it it's just a bodysuit, but it's like, it's styled really well. Like, I think she put it together really beautifully and like the arm puffs looked really good on her. I don't really need it. I didn't really need the balls. Um, but otherwise, I'm, I'm good with it. I kind of enjoy it. And for me, if she had done a bodysuit every other runway, I'd be like, oh, come on. But this is right. the first time I think we've seen her in a bodysuit. So I'm good with this. And right. it's put together beautifully. I love the colors. She just has a real good eye for colors and that uh, and putting them together in a certain way. She's really good with that. It's great. And she changed her makeup based on Raven's critiques. Yeah, she covered. She just took off her eyebrows and replaced them with balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what but, I heard. But she did her eyes in a different way, and it actually looked really nice. Yeah, so unlike Ellie Diamond, who's given me a lot of bodysuits, I liked that this was the first time she did it. So I'm going to give it a nut. Yeah, oh my God, it's a total nut for me. Yeah, I love this, actually. I thought she was in yeah. the top. Okay, yeah. after uh, comes Ahura. Ahura is giving us Blue Baba Dee Baba Doo. What is her name? COVID-19. Is that right? COVID-19. That is it. You're correct, yeah. <laughs> I didn't need her boy stuff. That, for me, was, like, turning me off. But... When she turned into COVID-19, <laughs> I was here for it. This is probably one of the most impressive designs I've seen made on the show. 
Yeah, this has everything I love. It's got like this kind of PVC material. It's like a plastic. There's metal in there. There's fishnets. It fans out. I just like the proportions of this are perfect. It's seriously gorgeous. The way she she deconstructed whatever she did to make that belt or that um that corsety bit and the move the way she tricked out the sleeves to push it out like that um that jurassic park thing that killed me yeah it's it's like one of those uh, lizards that when they get pissed off they're like (laughs) yes yeah very jurassic very park um, this is everything I love. And I love that she even did a makeup moment with this where she did the blue mask. And this is kind of inspired. She did this based on um, the healthcare workers who are blue in the UK. Yes. So I love that she kept the blue theme with it. This is a total nut. I think she looks the best she's looked so far. And that mask was beautifully done too. Like she looks, she, she does, she looks really incredible. People did called you, her out. What's now, did she, did she copy sister sister here? That's what people say. And then she goes, <laughs> she posted on Twitter. She's like, I did not copy that. I am doing a mask and she did a bum hole. So stop making the comparison. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is kind of similar. So, I mean, you could argue, but you I could mean, completely argue it. Yeah. I do like this. And for me, this is just, it's really, the arms are gorgeous. I love this pleating nut. It's, very impressive. It is definitely a nut. Definitely a nut. Here comes a Bimini Bamboo Lash. Boobity boo boo. What is her name? She changes into Dr. Isabella Blows a Lot. Oh. <laughs> that seems on brand. Yeah, that seems, yeah, I can see that as a doctor. Yeah. Excuse me, Dr. Blows a Lot. <laughs> At his eye. You needed me. Um, yeah, so it's like a deconstruction. It's like a, a, what's her name? Vivian Westwood E style, which I don't know what that means. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, what, a shower curtain with some paper attached to it? I think it's a curtain curtain with uh, some paper. So the, the, the curtain curtain is like a blue silver and then she's got a red paper. And uh, the colors look really gorgeous on her. And then the wig is, the wig is not really doing her any favors because it's kind of getting tangled in it. Right. Um, but otherwise, like, it's giving my, very much like a Bimini Bamboo Lash silhouette. And it's like this deconstructed thing. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple plungers on her butt. Plunger? I don't even know her. Hey. So she did end up using her toilet paper idea with the plunger. I mean, I kind of love when she turned around. There's just two red things on her butt, like a baboon. It's great. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, what do you think? I think it's, I, I just think compared to everybody else, it's not the strongest, but I do enjoy the look itself. I actually, I think she's got an eye, and she said this in her walk around with Rue, was like, you know, I've, I've got an eye for fashion. I know what I want. I just can't make it. <laughs> yeah. So I see that she has an eye for this stuff. I think it just comes down to like the construction of it again. So uh, I am going to, I am going to give this, I'm going to give it a nut. I am, I will. I shall. Yeah, I'm gonna. I yeah, I can't not nut it. Like it does look good. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's just a construction issue. But you know what? Like overall, considering what she was working with, I'm gonna give this a nut. Why not? Give it a nut. Give it a nut. Bimini bon nutty boo. Is Bimini bon boulash like a vegan soup? Because that's what it sounds like. Oh, you know what it might be. Hmm. What kind of? It's probably got beets in it. Hmm. Right. What do you think's in the soup? Um, zucchini. Oh. Um, 
and beets. Beets, not beef. No beef. No, not beef. No, no, no beef. beets. Yeah, beets. Yeah. Beets and zucchini. That's it. That's it. Just those two items. <laughs> Ooh, earthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here comes LED. LED. I kind of, I'm really enjoying this name for her now. I like it too. It just doesn't suit her. <laughs> Listen, RuPaul Rose, it's not really about LED. It's about RuPaul rising to the challenge. <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> and she did it. She was like, you want something? All right. I'll do it fine. So she's giving this kind of candy land little baby look. And it's purple, pink, blue, baby, 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 baby pastels. Um, what I will say is that she's got like two different dresses basically attached together, which for me personally is my personal aesthetic. I never liked that kind of mishmash of two different dresses stapled that way. Um, but it works for this, I feel. I think so too. I think it actually does look really good. My only criticism is I do agree with Sister Sister for once in that this is just like, she's always the pink girl. Like do something new, show us something else. I don't know if I've seen pink from her yet. I mean, she's had, I mean, she's given me the same silhouettes in every runway, but I don't think I've seen pink yet. Mm. Um, so that's, I'm okay with this. Like for this, if she did this all the time, I'd be like, oh, my teeth are hurting. Come on. But I'm good with this. I'm going to give this a nut. All right. I mean, it is really good. I'm going to nut it too. She put it together beautifully. This candy may contain nuts. Yeah. Um, although I don't like the marshmallows. I'm not a marshmallow girl. Do you like marshmallows? I hate marshmallows. Oh, we're on the same page. I hate them. I don't understand why people love them. Like the s'mores. I'm like, why do we have to put a marshmallow? Can I just have graham crackers and a chocolate? Yeah. Oh my God. Whenever people are like, you've never had a s'more. I'm like, it sounds disgusting. You've never had a s'more? No. I mean, I've had a s'more. I have to, we have to have a s'more. No. And I s'more, won't. S'more is s'more. Stop saying the word. I don't want to do it. I also hate the word. It's S apostrophe more. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't like, do you like Lucky Charms? I don't like those marshmallow cereals either. Oh, I love Lucky Charms. I will That's accept marshmallow. I know. I'll accept tiny marshmallows that are colored in my cereal. What about Peeps? Do you like Peeps? What's that? It's like a, it's like a spongy, it's like a marshmallowy candy. Probably not. No, I would hate that. You probably would. Like, the paper's like a, a Lucky Charms uh, marshmallow. Yeah, but if you're not going to put it in milk, what's the point of eating it? Mm, you're right. Well, you dip it. You dip the peep. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> Dipping my peeps all alone. <laughs> dip it low. <laughs> Here comes sister, sister. And she turns into, let me find it. What did she turn into? The Garden of Sheden. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so, oh boy, there's a lot here. She she took everything, like they said, she had 15 seconds and she is owning her 15 seconds of fame. She is. Um, yeah, there's just too much going on here. I mean, it's um, all really well constructed though. Like I love this kind of giant, it's almost looking like a puppet, like a, what's that, with the, the Little Shop of Horrors? Audrey too. I, I was gonna I was gonna say, out of all of them, she looks the most to me like she'd be a superhero. Granted, it would be like a kid's superhero to get kids to like learn about nature. Oh, see, I feel like the opposite. She looks the least, but she gives me that like tiny tots, like Turing, um, 
during kids production, you know, for something. I don't know. Well, this is what um, Graham Norton said to her is that she looks like a children's show entertainer if you hated your children. <laughs> I love <laughs> Graham. Graham tells it like it is. Uh, and this is exactly that. Also, I think Graham said, like, you know, when you're looking in the garden and suddenly you see a face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's funny. Yeah. There's been a murder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is like, I actually like parts of this. There's just so much going on. I mean, there's really like, I don't know. Like this is, I can't believe she didn't look in the mirror and to, be, to be like, oh, I should add another thing probably. Like she didn't want to take anything off. Well, she did make a joke that she did take things off. She's like, and this is like the toned down version of it. Jesus. Um, and it's like, it's like one legged. So there's one leg. There's just many, many, there's many things happening. And I'm going to give this a cut for that reason. Yeah, I'm cutting it as well. But although if this was for a different child, if this was for like a kid's TV show challenge, <laughs> I would have given it a nut. Yeah. I think she's ready. I think she's TV ready. Sure. Put her in a kid's show. Yeah, she could be the shady, the shady crocus. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, that is it. That is it, <laughs> that's right? That's it. So uh, anything happened in the talkbacks that's remarkable? No, I think we already discussed it. Um, the tops seem to be Ellie and... Uh, Ahura and the bottom seem to be Tace and Sister. And Lawrence and who's the other one that's there? Bimini. Bimini are kind of in the middle. Are in the middle. That's right. That's right. So it's pretty clear that like Ahura is going to win this one. Um, Yeah. 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 That made sense. And I like that she was this design person. This is her strong suit and she really had her moment and she really did have a moment. This is a great look. Yeah, agreed. This was incredible. So I thought uh, she deserved yeah. it. She wa- so she wins. She wins the challenge and she deserves it. Give her a win. Give her a badge. Give her a badge. So, uh, and then what happens in the untuck? They're, they're kind of going, and I think Ellie is kind of getting a little pressed with people because they thought she should have been in the bottom. Fucking Ellie. Like the bottoms are talking about how like they're in the bottom. They have to lip sync. And then Ellie goes, I just want to say I feel great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, bitch. this girl, this, if I was there, this girl would drive me crazy. Like, Seriously. Like, she seems like she needs the attention on her all the time. And I, I get it. She's young. It's just, you want, your, you want your screen time. I get it. But it's just like the weirdest moments. Yeah. It's like she doesn't know who she really is. Like, she thinks she's something she's not, is what's happening. Um, and like for her to be like, so you all said I would, uh, I don't deserve to be here and I'm just filler. Do you all still feel that now that I'm in the top this week? And I love that Ahura's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I would have loved, I actually would have loved if Ellie lip-synced earlier in the season, I think. I think it would have put a, like a, a different tone to her. Because um, I think yeah. it's going to be coming up at some point. I can't imagine her not lip-syncing. Frankly. I hope it's next week. I don't want her in my top four. I just don't. We have such a strong top four based on who has badges right now well she's the only one that doesn't have a badge at this point so who's to say so the bottoms are going to be taste and sister sister Mm -hmm. and uh i agree with that completely yeah yeah what are the what are we lip syncing this week i don't know i didn't write it down and i didn't recognize the song let me find it 
Don't be so hard on yourself. Full form by Jess Ginn. Glenn. I don't know it. Do you know it? Don't be so hard on yourself. I don't know. I can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, anyways, what did you think about this lip sync? I think it was a fun song, I think. And um, <laughs> I think they both performed it really great. I think Tace was stunning. I think she was so beautiful in her movement, in her lip syncing, in her confidence on that stage. Like she just moved so lyrically. Like it was gorgeous to watch. It was like two different like TV shows. It was like a kids TV show versus like, <laughs> um, like the, the adult infomercials after midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you want to call my daddy? And then like, daddy, can we go to the garden? <laughs> like there's two different versions happening. Uh, I, I like the contrast, but Taste was obviously giving the most energy and dance and she was moving with her outfit really cool. And then I think um, Sister does a lot of like high, like high, uh, like, uh, like um, uh, Jane Fonda jazzertot size stuff. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, so, you know. I, I don't think Sister did a bad job. I think she actually did quite well for herself. Um, but like, this is what I need from, like, this is what we've been waiting for with Taste because the last time we saw her lip sync was to memory. Oh, so that's right. <laughs> she just stood there and she just yeah. like was covered in blood. You know, she's had a lot of blood this season. She likes blood. She even released a photo of blood coming out of like, it's like a, a gorgeous like editorial photo of like blood coming from her hand running down her arm oh um, about like her cutting herself up for this challenge. She it's hot, blood. it's a hot photo. She loves blood. What can we say? There's nothing, you know, she loves what she loves. Yeah, I'm into it. All right, okay. Uh, so yeah, Taste Shantae's, no, 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 but this, uh, yeah, no, she's Shantae's. She knows Shantae. How have I been doing this for this long? I can't even remember the fucking Shantae and Sashay. <laughs> they sound the same. And then sister, sister, Sashay, Sashays. And we felt like it was time because we didn't even really get to know her. I was just starting to like her. Yeah, she was coming into her own in like the last two episodes, I feel. I feel like the first four just were, she was not there at all. Because I feel like she was finally having fun with it. I don't think she was having fun before. Yeah, the first, before the before the COVID break, it felt like she just was, I don't know, stressed. I don't know what, what she was just not, she wasn't there presently, you know? But I felt she like- She was pissy. She was like, yeah, I just wasn't getting it from her. But like this episode, it was like, work. You're just like, you don't care anymore. And you're just having fun. She came back and she was having fun. She had her new teeth. She had some filler. She was feeling good. Yeah. So it's bye-bye, sister, sister. And- uh, <laughs> You know, that's fine. We're good. I think this is a good, strong top five for what we have so far. Yes, correct. And we shall see what happens next week. God, if it's not Ellie who goes, I'll be furious. I mean, a gag would be kind of interesting too. A real big like, who, what? They went home. I mean, I'm not mad at that sometimes. I am... I mean, can you imagine? I mean, so I mean, when you look at the when we watch the season now, we're like, we know Ellie's probably not going to win. But would it be interesting if she did? It would be like Trixie winning All Stars three. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Trixie can go on every show, and be like, I don't think she should have won. I don't think she should have won. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> 
All right, that is this week's episode, and we will be back next Monday to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race UK. It is wrapping up real quick. I think there's two episodes, two, three, three episodes left. Yeah, I would say it's probably three. And then we have 24 more episodes of Drag Race US, so hunker down in your bunkers. Yeah, because we don't know, because like last year for UK, they they whittled it down to a top three. But this year, we don't know if they're going to do a top four or a top three and how they're going to run the finale. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, it's the first time, and same with Canada's Drag Race, we had a top three, but that was kind of based on the format of UK. So it's kind of interesting to see how they're going to do this the second time, if they make changes, you know? Yeah, also, I actually, what? I, well, I'm just wondering, are they going to have a reunion because of the COVID stuff? They're probably going to do it like they did on Canada and UK last year, which was to have them do the reunion in Untucked on the finale. But I'll, no, but what I'm saying is the girls that went home, are they in sequester somewhere to go back to the reunion? Because you have to be in sequester for two weeks. Right. So are they going to be, are they waiting to do, do a reunion or is there going to be a reunion? I mean, I want there to be. That's an excellent point. And will Ginny Lemon... Make amends with RuPaul. Find out soon. <laughs> um, I this is actually the first year that I haven't been checking spoilers for both seasons, so I don't know what's going to happen. And I usually oh, do. That's exciting for you. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what's happening ever. So. <laughs> right. I'm totally in the dark. <laughs> all right. Follow us on Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast to get all the uh, correct information after the misinformation from this podcast, uh, facilitated <laughs> by the one Selena Vile. And Thanks. you can rate, subscribe, uh, all those things. You know, I don't have to repeat this to you, but we appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate having our listenership. And stay tuned for next Monday and next Tuesday, where we come back with Draggers UK. Tuesday, RuPaul's Draggers 13. Thank you, Selena. Thank you, Vicky. Hey, no problem. I'm not getting paid anything for this. Not yet. Not yet. You listen to those propane commercials and we'll see. That's right. Let's get those ads in, eh? Light it up. All right. Thank you, Squirrels. Talk to you soon. Bye. Goodbye now. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.